Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? My baby! What's up? Rivalry, rivalry week. Easy for me to say. I'm so hyped right now, I can't even tell you. Brother, uh, everybody keeps telling, asking me when I'm going to come down. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, it it kind of feels like, you know, don't do drugs. But it kind of feels like I took all the drugs, you know, like like all of them. Hey, right? the college football world hasn't come down yet. I right. mean, it was they were in game last night, Duke and Clemson, nothing to do with Colorado. And they in game another good game with a big upset. Yep. Dude. Yep, and they mentioned it twice. They had they talked about Prime in Colorado. I didn't see any of that Duke game last night. I'm so jealous that I didn't. Uh, I, I I was out, but I didn't get to see any of it. Unbelievable! That uh, that is that's amazing. And you know what? Good for them. Uh, uh, easy to root for that coach. Uh, that QB. Holy cow! Yeah, and that Duke defense is legit. I mean, they fly around. They fly to the football. It was a great game. Uh, And like you said, an upset that you weren't necessarily expecting, wondering if we've lost the magic uh, from Clemson a little bit here. What, hold the way, who cares about Clemson? I, what, are we, what are we talking about right this now? This is what we do in America. We talk about the, the rise and the fall of great American sports teams. Yeah, well, I am on a rise right now. That's what okay? I'm saying. We, I'm not on a fall. I'm on a rise. Colorado can step right into that void that Clemson is leaving and be a college football playoff team and, and national and champion for years. Ranked right? team after one week? Oh, yeah, there, so. No, no, that's not a question mark. He said that with a question. It's already out, pal. Uh, Colorado, Colorado by ESPN was number 21. Uh, in the other one, they were 19. And did we not say last week that if they be Is that power either? rankings, though, or are those official polls? That No, that was ESPN's. Okay, uh, so power so, rankings? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, I, I Nelly, did we get official polls on them yet? Do well, you know? So, so I, th- I believe they were 25 in the coaches' poll. I don't think AP has released theirs yet. Okay, so co- the coaches' poll was actually surprises me a little bit. I did not. I expected the coaches to make them wait another week. You know what? I said the same thing uh, when, when I was on air with Chez, and, and I got energy, but good Lord, man. I couldn't. That, that, that dude got some energy after that game. Just did a show with him yesterday morning. That dude's got it going. He was getting all ticked off. You need a cup of coffee. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he's getting all ticked off at me because I was like, well, you know, I, I just don't know if the other voters are going to give him the respect. People want affirmation. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't make the top. Yes, they deserve it, but I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't make it. But you know what? Well, that's listen, how real it was. And we were talking about it in, in the green room before the show started. Here, here's here's the one thing that you saw in that game: fluke, non-fluke, defense guy. Yeah, we'll get we'll break all the stuff down. That being said, that's one of the speediest teams in college football. Period. Period. 
I mean, I, I watched a little bit of highlights of Michigan, and they're pretty good too. They're bigger, but they ain't faster. You know, Ohio State, bigger, they ain't faster. Well, and that's what I said to you guys last week, particularly in college football with the wide hashes. That speed can kill you. So I, I put out a tweet, and, and I was mostly being facetious, but I put out a tweet when the FSU-LSU game started, and I was like, oh, Colorado crush either one of these teams. Of course I was being facetious. But as I watched that game, I literally walked away from it. The only thing missing from Colorado right now, they don't have any edge rushers like those guys got. I mean, yeah. they, 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 don't, they don't have any big boys on that defensive line. Like, yeah, that's missing. Uh, but to Scott's point, but you know they, what? they go speed to speed with anybody in the country. And, and, and listen, I mean, like I said, we're going to break it all down. We're just, you know, we can even do a little bit here. But defense, not good. You give up 42 points, you right. won the game. That's going to be tough, tough for me to live with for the entire season. However, when you needed a stop, did they get a stop at the end got of the game? Big, got they, big when they got needed to get big. Did they not have a pass rush at the end of the game? I mean, that, that last move on the on the last pass where the guy goes upside, spins inside, looked like DeMarcus Ware, spins inside, hits the quarterback he's throwing, game over. So, listen, you, you, that – you can't you can't have a super successful season with a defense like that. There's no question about it. It's got to improve, but you got to give credit where credit's due. They made big plays. Yes, they uh, did. They, they they go three and out. Um, the the interception, man. Okay, so Travis Hunter hawks that dude down about 75 yards. However far he ran, uh, in an insane feat. It was like a DK Metcalf type of type of chase down, right? Yeah. So he gets that. Shelly made him but, come inside. But in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, big whoop. They're they're no, gonna they're, 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 they're gonna score anyways, right? So he 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 gets that stop, and then he follows it up with truly, I really mean it. Top three interception I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Uh, top three interception I've ever seen in my life. So he gets the stop there, and then he gets the interception right after that. That's a huge moment. And then game's on the line. Uh, you, you you need one stop. What are you going to do? They get, it, they get it done. Yeah, you get you get pressure on the quarterback, and then you make a great open field tackle on a tight end, one-on-one, -on -one, Yeah. short for three yards, boom, 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 game's over. And when they showed the camera angle from behind, you saw just how alone that linebacker was. Yeah. I mean, if he misses that tackle, it's an easy first down yeah, and probably and more. more. Yeah. yeah and he's able to step out of bounds if he wants to. And, and don't sleep on this also. Um, what, what is the safety's name that had the interception at the beginning of the game? Uh, the guy that was still there from last year. Yeah, Woods, yeah. He's, Trevor he's Woods. Woods, yeah. Um, that was a great pick, too. They had two interceptions down the red zone. Mm -hmm. Now they gave up 42 points could have been, you know, 56, but they had two big plays in red zones that mattered. But, and I, and I said this a couple of times while I was watching the game, the speed matters more down in the red zone too. There's less ground to cover. Yeah. So that speed goes, goes a longer way. Those two interceptions in the red zone are partially good co coaching, but also partially good athletes. Mm -hmm. They can make and, it to and those balls boys, and make those interceptions. And, and both of them, uh, Woods and Hunter, both their interceptions were great reads. Yes. That, I mean, if you go back and look at the film, I I, I, I listened to the broadcast on the radio. I was up in the mountains and recorded here. So last night I stayed up till freaking 1230, but I wanted to watch the whole thing, and I watched it from start to finish. Uh, those were two good reads by those players. So that the the interception from Travis Hunter, uh, Acho from ESPN did a great job breaking it down. Uh, matter of fact, uh, if we can find that audio, maybe let's try to find it. It's kind of it's kind of long, but yeah, so I'll, it's hard I'll, about I'll, the video. I'll, I'll, I'll summarize it here. But long story short, so you've got two guys on the outside, and I'm totally stealing Acho's thoughts here. But you, you got two guys on the outside. Uh, you're in man coverage. 
They both go into a slant on the inside. Uh, the running back takes a wheel route out to the right side. The two defensive backs. Which, which CU scored on twice. It was the exact same play. CU scored literally, on twice. He makes this point in yeah, the yeah. video. Literally the exact same play. Uh, so so your Travis Hunter passes off his guy to the interior defensive back. The interior defensive back passes off his guy to the linebacker. And then Travis Hunter makes the read, sees the, the uh, running back coming out on the wheel right to the right side, and then he takes the gamble of a lifetime. And he says, forget the, forget the player, I'm going for the ball. Well, it's a touchdown if he doesn't get it anyway. So right. what, what's a gamble almost? You know? but, but, Scotty, what's amazing about it is that ball is thrown back shoulder to that running back. If you watch that replay, the running back is reaching back behind him, back shoulder to catch that football. That's the mo- that's the best place you can put the ball if you're the quarterback. And Hunter decides, I'm not going to light this guy up. I'm not going to tackle this guy. I'm going to go and pick that ball, go across his body and pick that ball up. It's an amazingly it was, athletic play. It, yeah, it, and it was a harder catch than the touchdown he dropped laying out for because that was like right in, right. I mean, right there in the arms and 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 hands, right. So let's that get was in- a harder catch than the drop touchdown. Let's get into that a little bit too because everybody all weekend is putting his stats up on different shows and different games talking about how he's a Heisman candidate. And all I could think to myself is he had two more touchdowns. He could have had and yeah. a dropped interception. Well, listen, he could have had three TDs and two picks in a yeah. game. And that, that, Easy. That, that pick he dropped was a lot easier than the one too. I it mean, bumped, right he bumped, bumped the guy's shoulder, but it was right in his hands. Listen, Dion comes out at halftime and, and he says, we, we missed Travis on two deep balls. We can we catch those two deep balls. He's got the Heisman at the crib. And and I think America's looking at Dion like kind of rolling their yeah, eyes okay. a little bit, like, oh, okay. Travis Hunter is one hundred percent a Heisman candidate, one hundred percent. And legitimately, if he would have caught those, he is the front runner today. Now, also keep in mind, Shadur Sanders throws for five hundred and ten yards in that game. He must have had two, maybe three. 30 to 40 yard passes that were dropped on a dime on a dime that got dropped. That dude could have thrown for over 600 yards. And well, that was, he, that he, was the Dan Orvlosky video is, is he talked about how well the placement of those throws are like pinpoint yeah. placement exactly where you want it to be, but it's 40 yards downfield and a yard off the side. Like he, it's amazing. He, he was, he was on point. I don't know the exact stat number, what he was, but, but he had, not just Hunter, but there was two or three. I mean, they probably had five legit drops in yep. that game that could have added, as you said, maybe even close to 600. Uh, Shadur Sanders is a Heisman Trophy candidate also. And, yeah. and, and no question in my mind. And, and like you guys, early on, he was patient underneath, underneath, boom, wheel route, ding, ding, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden he gave him a little time. And, I'm, I mean, that dude's deep ball is nice. So the, the deep, deep, ball. deep ball is unbelievable. But the processor is what impressed me the most. Listen, there's some, there's some folks out there discounting what Shadura did because, no, they weren't the most difficult throws in the world, the majority of them. There were some really tough ones. The majority of them, he was taking what was there. But listen, that's what being a quarterback is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it, being a QB is. You identify the defense. You know what you're going to do pre-snap. You get that ball, and then you throw it in the offensive line. Listen, they were supposed to be a huge question mark. And I, they had a couple they'd like to have back. No question. A couple they'd like to have back. But when you've got a quarterback that gets rid of the ball, Peyton Manning made me look good. Why? Because he got rid of the dang ball. And and, and it's hard to get beat when your quarterback knows where he's going to put it. Listen, that's part of your job when you're coaching 18 and 19 and 20-year-old kids is to make the game easy for them. I loved the game plan coming out. You know that they've got better athletes on the defensive line than you have on the offensive line. You know you've got better athletes in space 
and you know you've got a quarterback who can make quick decisions, there's no reason not to throw the short game all day long. So, yes, were the throws easy? Were they quick? Absolutely. But at the same time, I thought it was a masterful game plan, and Shador absolutely executed it brilliantly. No, the the yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. And for you know TCU, the one thing they did last year, and they even brought up in the game, they I think they led the is it FCS uh, as far as fourth quarter comebacks, mm-hmm. and I think said six or seven where they were down going to fourth quarter yeah. one, and came back and won games. Uh, but that's how you do sometimes. Sometimes you gotta get a little lucky, win some games like that. They say you know you're playing for the uh, the national championship, right? Outmatched there, but I mean you're playing in the national championship. Um, Colorado doesn't have to say excuse me to TCU as far as team speed, and I and I would just challenge everybody else out there watching college football from here on in. And guess what? We were already going to watch because of Dion's hype. Yep. And then after he puts that performance on the field, we are really going to be watching now. I I can't believe how many people have called me. I've been invited to three or four things uh, up in the mountains next weekend to go watch CU Nebraska. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the fire up is right now real. Well, listen, there's a lot of hype, and I know people have been talking about it all day, but we are too hyped about it not to keep talking about it. And I think some of the offseason hype actually helped CU in the fourth quarter. We'll talk about that next on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Sports Radio 92.5. It's PhD, Columbus, Hastings, and Dover. I am Rob Trujillo filling in for Josh Dover and talking all buffs all the time. Well, not really, but kind of it feels like it. But uh, they deserve the hype, man. <laughs> they deserve the hype. You, you say that facetiously, but uh, Dion keeps this going. Uh, he, he wins another game like this. This will be the most talked about team in this state. It, a, it, it will be. Yeah. And you, you've put you've put the opener for the Denver Broncos on the back burner for at least 24, 48 hours. And to be real honest with you, I mean, it was it was that big because we all didn't know. We saw the hype. We love the hype. We love the videos. We play him on here all the time. His is I don't know if we'll play that today, too. I hope we do. But his uh, pep talk before the game was outstanding. Right. And then some of him, I think, saw one after. The, <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. After the game was Amazing, too. I mean, it gave me chills listening to that speech. I, I had to figure out what that song was. I, I, I did figure it out. It, it was Ying Yang Twins halftime. That, 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 that's his theme song. All right. No. Yeah. Well, well, we have some You, you, some you might, might have to news. find that for us here, Nelly. Some breaking news. Uh, the AP poll is now out, and your Colorado Buffaloes, I thought they were going to have to wait a week before they started to get the respect. Turns out, no. Number 22 in the AP poll already jumped to a ranked spot, a team that had one win last year. Boys, uh, I am, I, I'm with you. Uh, I was not going to be surprised if the AP did not include the buffs in the top 25. But uh, I guess there's some folks out there smarter than I thought they were because, <laughs> because it, it took me one series to watch that and realize that is different. That, yeah. is, that is different. I'm telling you right now, offenses do not click in that quick of a time period. It does not happen. Sean Lewis looks like he's had those boys for five years. Well, that's what happens when you get a head coach who now you bring in to be your offensive coordinator, right? Like, it was 
it looked like, especially that first drive, that first drive, and you know those plays are scripted, right? So, of course, they're going to be more practiced than the rest of the plays that he calls, but it was it was clockwork. It Listen, was amazing. I, I don't get on Twitter since my account was hacked and had to start a new one, whatever, so I really don't even play with Twitter much. But I went on Twitter after that first drive, and I said, I know it's early, but wow. I mean, that first drive, I mean, the first drive of the year, like you said, I mean, they don't they don't have preseason. I'm going to listen to Andy and Nate driving home on Friday, and they were talking about you think college will ever get to where they maybe have a preseason game or two. And the lady, yes, they go. Well, no, college says they don't need it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> college says they don't need that. Yeah, this this is what they do. Well, and don't get me wrong. Some of the games this weekend, you saw teams that looked like they were behind the eight ball a little bit. But I think that's just a credit to Prime and the coaching staff that he put together. Um, and, you know, I said I was believing the whole time, and Scott had to get on Twitter. and Oh, listen, <laughs> listen. Hey, no, no, no. hey, Mo, hey, hey oh, oh. the typical, the typical <laughs> young dude that has to have uh, uh, exterior validation. Right. And he's telling us, I, I took a money line. You're, oh, you're right. impressed. You know right. about that stuff. And I go, what is it? Well, it's, uh, it'll win 650. And you bet 100 to win 650, I think, is what, what the initial yes, bet was. Yeah, that would be how it works. I said, oh, okay, good luck on that. And he goes, well, I only bet five. So don't sit there, don't sit there and, and start, and then you get on, on Twitter yeah, and start, yeah. start and go, you, you, look what I did. Oh, you, no one else that I can I do. Literally, right. I literally have a text from Marty O that says, I owe you an apology because you said that they were going to win and I gave you a hard time on air for it. No, but you I did, didn't funny. just, I didn't just, no. no you're not, you, hold you, on, you, hold you, on. You threw hold a fun on, flyer hold out on, there. Hold on, hold on. Mr. Only bet what you can afford to lose. I'm yep. sure you're not giving me a hard time for not putting more money on the game because I only bet what I can afford to lose, okay. which is right. yes, All a right. five. All right, fair. But fair. what else do you but, want me to do aside from come on here and tell you guys I think they're going to win the game? No, we hey. finished the show but, on Friday yeah, I'll with tell, me I'll tell you, I'll tell you, dude, I, I'll give some credit to uh, Chaz put a G on that thing. On, on I, the saw money that. Line. I saw he, that. He, he put a G yeah, on that thing. Yeah, uh, he cashed. He, he cashed. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But okay. I finished this show. Stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> I finished this show on Friday by saying you can listen to Tyler Columbus Monday morning after a Buffs win. Like, I literally said, what else do you well, want that, me to that do? They said that's a fire way up right, throw away. Right. If you want credit, we'll give you credit. But you said the odds are too good. I had to throw at least five on it. You didn't sit there saying, I think they can win. I, I can get Marty to pull the sound. I literally said, I think they can win that game. <laughs> That's literally well, I, I've thinking. said that before, too. And I said, if they do win it, they'll be ranked. There was no question in my mind. Listen, so, the biggest name in college sports right now, and I've always said this, too, in college sports, the face of your program is always your head coach. 100%. There is not a bigger face, no knock on Debo Sanders or no knock on, on you know, Alabama or LSU, nowhere. Harbaugh, free Harbaugh, whatever. Okay, that was ridiculous. Um, he's the biggest name in college sports right now. Today that we're sitting here right now, the biggest name in college sports is Deion Sanders. He's period. The, he's the biggest name in sports. I don't even think you have to qualify it with college right now. No, you can't. I mean, he is dominating the sports world right now. You, you can't turn on ESPN for five minutes without seeing Colorado being talked about. Shannon, Char, or Shannon had a great line. He said, I, I haven't seen Colorado talk this much since they legalized marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, legitimately, it's, it's five minutes, and you're watching highlights. So I want to talk about that and how I think it helped the team on Saturday. The, over, have, the, the hype. The machine. hype. The hype. They have lived through an entire summer 
of hearing about, oh, we're going to be terrible. Oh, I think they're going to be good. The hype, the back and forth, the attention, the pressure that got put on that team. Then you go to the second half on Saturday. TCU scores to go ahead. And I even said, they're in it. They're in it now. You're deep into this game where all of a sudden you have pressure. And what does that offense respond and do? Mm-hmm. They go score th- touchdowns on their next three drives. And in between two of those drives, TCU drives down and scores a touchdown too. One was the big kickoff wow. return. But it goes touchdown, 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 touchdown. And then your defense steps up and gets a stop at the end of the game. And all I could think to myself was these kids were ready for this pressure because they've had it all season. And all I could think about was two weeks ago when prime was saying, Hey, they came here cause they want the smoke. They want the heat. They want the pressure. Mm-hmm. And they showed that they were ready for it on Saturday. And I thought that was the most telling thing I saw all day. I could not be more impressed by the confidence of the poise of those young men that were out there. Uh, look, man, I, I, I struggled uh, as a young player, both in college and the NFL with confidence. I did. Uh, it, it took me two or three years in college before I felt like, man, I, I shouldn't get beat by anybody. It took me until my third year in the NFL before I thought, man, there's not, there's not a human being in this league that should be beating me. Right. But, but I didn't walk into the league like that. And, and those kids walked out there truly believing. And, and I got to give so much credit to Deion Sanders because I wish I had great coaches. I, I, I had really great coaches. But Deion Sanders is so focused on the mental aspect of belief in yourself and belief in what you're doing that he deserves all the credit in the world well, for, for instilling that type of belief. He, he in preaches in this. How many years have we heard the guy say, it's, it's not the outcome, it's how you play? And he's kind of preached that. In, in, in fact, like I said, we have the opening statement. He goes, it ain't about the team over there, it's about us. And he's preached that to these kids since day one. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Are you playing 100%? You got that guy on your shoulders back. Does he have yours? Do you have a confidence? And so he, I, I don't know if he's ever really preached winning or losing. He's preached, like I said, it's an old adage, do your best. And mm-hmm. then if it's just not good enough, it's not good enough, let's, let's make some adjustments. We'll get on to next week. Because he's never really preached, we got to win eight games. We gotta no, no. It's about us. We're going to try to put our best performance out every day. And I think he's instilled that in the kid, and this goes to the confidence statement that you just talked about. When you go and you can get a kid to go and listen, I know you're going to make mistakes. I know, I know you're mm-hmm. going to mess up. He has a big faith. Everybody's a sinner. Right. Okay, what do you do after that? Yeah. How do, how do you go beyond that? And I think he's preached that to them, literally, and I think they've, they've bought in. And so I, far, I think it was the fumble. Remember when the running back goes down and it goes, he hits his teammate's yeah, foot and the leg. ball comes out yeah. and prime responded exactly like you're saying, Hey, it's all right. We'll be all right. Like, yeah, I know no. you didn't mean to do that. I know that wasn't a, a mental lapse on your part. It just, it happens sometimes. And, and let me just and tell I you love this. coaches that do that. And here's another thing with prime that maybe it shouldn't have surprised us. Now, listen, I know we're way ahead of ourselves, but listen, Carl Durrell was eight and fifteen his time here. Mel Tucker before him five and seven. Uh, Mike McIntyre in five years seven, uh, thirty and forty four. Jo- John Embry before him four and twenty one. There's been bad football up at, up in Boulder. We have not had anything to really be excited about. The one year was a 2016. The McIntyre had the team pretty good. Won their division, the Pac-12. That that's it. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, there's not been excitement up there. But Deion Sanders proved also this. And there was a question, well, let's see if he gets on the big stage. Let's see what the big stage. It doesn't matter to him. And he said this to us. I've been in the light. I've, I've, I've been in the brightest lights. This ain't new. This ain't nothing new to me. And he didn't coach any different than he was coaching down in Jackson State. He was coaching men to play football. And he came up to CU, brought the same attitude. Well, and I think one of the really telling things was, yes, he went after a couple of reporters about if they believed or not. But the other thing he said was that he's getting the kids to buy. He doesn't. He didn't even have the full buy-in of the locker room, he didn't think. He's getting the kids to buy in now. Well, I'm about to get was, comfortable in a minute. Because guess, guess what? These young men in there right now, they believe. Not all of them believed before, but right now, they came up one by one, twos by twos. Coach, we believe. Now they believe. Now Boulder believes. People in the front office, people, people in the building, the fans, the students. Now everybody want to believe. I'm good with that. We got room. We got room. We got room. We got room. <laughs> and that was going to be my next question. And it's been years, but but a lot of us remember. In fact, uh, I was sitting there having a beer on Sunday up in Grand Lake, and a lady they live here now, and they 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 were so excited about the game. But she grew up in Omaha. She goes, I remember when it was CU Nebraska and this in o- Omaha Nebraska league. That that was such a huge rivalry. I mean, oh, so somebody in Nebraska is finally going to admit right, that right. was a rivalry. Thank you very much oh, you, for at least some admission. Man, my favorite place to be right now is is, is Cornhusker Twitter. That's my favorite place to be. <laughs> well, and Dude, I'll, they I'll, are losing their minds right and now. And I'll throw this out there, and I'm going to be – I can't wait to see Saturday because you know this is true. I'm about seeing Rob Mayno. I don't know. Nebraska at CU – that was about 70% red sweaters in that stadium almost right, I, I, every, I think you're a bit light on every, 70, unfortunately. As it got, yeah. when teams got, when, when CU got bad, it, yeah, it might have been 80. Yeah. I, I can't envision that Saturday. I can't either. I put out a tweet this morning. I said, please, for love of all that's good and holy, do not sell your tickets to a Nebraska fan. I get it, man. I do. I understand the temptation. You, you sell your tickets for, for one game and you cover the entire season. You know, I, I get the temptation. Well, but do this that to is, another CU but, fan. But, but, well, there you go. But you know what? In, in all sincerity, and I'm not talking about anybody's money, but – you can't put a price tag on the experience you're about to have on Saturday. There mm-hmm. is not a price tag. The energy that is going to come out of that building when Ralphie comes out, and I hope Ralphie's wearing all the diamonds. I hope she's got all of them on. <laughs> I, I hope Deion Sanders literally customized Dude. her outfit. I, I, I'm dead serious. Hey, man, if we're in with Deion, let's be in. Well, let, 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 and let's you know, go. And you know what else? See if you guys saw this. I'm assuming that his sons and his production company helped do it. And I said – when they hired him, I think we saw some of the videos he did, the flyover of the stadiums right. when they first hired him. Remember, and you're like, gosh, CU's never had a, a, a video propping up their school like like Dion's group came yep. in in a week and put out there. 
Did you did you see the the schools? You know how they always do an advertisement for the, the school. The, the, the game? Prime, prime yeah. academics. Yeah, we prime. have prime academics. Yeah, we have prime science. I did, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Was, yeah. But was it a great commercial? It was a fantastic. It, commercial. it was a fan. And I'm like, now, now wait a minute. This thing was produced before this game. Well, yep. You know what? That's the one thing that the University of Colorado has been missing for years. They never valued the football team the way that they needed to value the football team. And finally, people are realizing when you have good football. Everybody wins. Yeah. The entire university is going to win, and they're all bought into it. Nelly, let's see if we can find that too and put that on Twitch. It is, it's a, it's, it's as good of a, a CU. You know, we got good of academics, and we got we got a prime mascot. We've got prime science. We have prime medical, and it was all the different schools, but they they would call themselves. We have prime student body. It was it was. Fantastic. Well, and Vic on the morning show has been saying it for years. Your football team is your front porch of your university. Like it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It is what welcomes a lot of people who don't have any idea about your university to the university. So, Unless you're Kansas and Bill Self sitting out on the front porch. Very rarely, <laughs> yes. You can get a couple. Arizona, right? Yeah. Same thing. UCLA maybe even too. But very rarely is it anything but football that welcomes a national audience to your university Without them, fi- yes, the people in Colorado know how good the school is, right? Like, we it's know a great school, great it, university. It's a great school. They got a great medical campus here in Denver. Like, we here in Colorado know that. But the guy who was watching in Florida on Saturday has no idea, no. not until he flipped on that game on Saturday and started to learn a little bit about your university. And so, you know, Prime as an ambassador, and, and I said this a couple different times, listen, he does everything a head coach needs to do in college. He kisses babies and shakes hands he can get you extra dollars he can recruit he can look at he can sit and look in a recruit's eye and a mom's eye and say your best opportunity is to come with me and mean it and man can he find a coaching staff like i cannot tell you how important it is the coaches that he found and brought with him and i think you saw scotty you were talking about how it's been bad football for a whole bunch of years they scored 28 points in the second half. That's more than all but one game last year. Yeah. Full game. I'm yeah. not talking I'm talking they scored more in a half than they scored in any one full game last yeah. year except for one. Hey, Sean Lewis took a gamble of a lifetime. Nobody steps down from a head coaching job. Nobody. I, I don't care where you're coaching. You, you you coach there until you get a better head coaching job. Sean Lewis is the head coach at Kent State University. And he willingly steps down from that job to come be the offensive coordinator at the University of Colorado because he realizes in his mind, that is my quickest path to a Power 5 uh, program, yeah. right? That is a gamble of a lifetime. And and you know what? You keep it up like that, he'll well, be a head coach the next year. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I may have retweeted somebody had already put out. Now, now the clock's on uh, who, whose next team steps up and steals uh, prime from CU next year. Uh, I don't think it's going to be prime, but it might be your offensive so, coordinator. So I, yeah. I, everybody keeps asking me that. And, yes, of course it's always a threat that prime would leave. Of, of course it's always a threat. But I truly – I said this before, and I truly believe it. The quicker you can get good, the less the threat is of prime leaving. Because if prime has, like, a slow acclimation where it gets better and better and better, and, and, all, of a sudden, and all of a sudden the university is like, you know what, let's go take a gamble on him. Okay, he'd probably st- he'd probably jump ship. But if you come out in year one and you become a top 25 team, you become a top 15 team, and then in year two you become a top 10 team, where where are you going that's better, right? Like, no. like, like where well, are you going? And, and you know what? You know what? The only – I don't even know if this is good. 
But the one thing social media has done, it's shrunk the United States. It's shrunk, it, it shrunk the demographic of, of where you live and whatever else because anything he wants, um, advertising-wise, dollars, and all this different stuff, he can get here just like he could get if he coached Syracuse or yeah. if he coached Florida or any place like that. Now, he may want to go to back to the ACC or the SEC because it's roots. But, dude, he turns this around here. He 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 was on a National Almond commercial yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he boys, boys, he don't need to go he, anywhere. He was on. He was on a a, a was a Geico with with uh, Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a Geico commercial with Nick Saban, and Nick Saban was secondary to him. <laughs> he was, and that was he when was. he was at Jackson State. <laughs> well, no, this was, is this is a buff one. Yeah, so, one, so, yeah, one so I didn't see that. One. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good because. Uh, Saban says, like, who are you can back that up with? And and Prime says, well, I got my new friend. And Ralphie comes comes walking out. It's it's awesome. Oh, so, I got to see that. I yeah, didn't see that. It was that good. One. It was a good commercial. Um, here's the other thing about it. All of his kids that came from Jackson State, they can't move with him again. You need to get a waiver from the NCAA to not have to sit out a year to move and, again. And we've, so already, we've already, Shiloh, seen, that. We've Shador, already seen the one guy which you're making sit out this year, right? Shiloh, Shador, Travis, all those guys would have to get a waiver if they were to transfer again. So I think you have at least as long as his kids are in school, well, he'll be up there. With, with those names that you just brought up, that, the concern's not them going somewhere else. It's can you keep them for more than a year? Sure, they're going to go pro right. s- yeah. at some point, but who knows? They might stick around. If he stick around, he might stick around. If they stick but, around. But, but seriously, I mean, the loyalty that Travis Hunter has to that man is insane. The loyalty that, that Shadur obviously has to his father, uh, that you, you can't break that. And if you're sitting there at, at CU making three, three and a half million dollars, uh, hey, man, maybe I'll play another year. Right. You know? Right. Well, did you see the one thing? The the uh, Arch Manning that went to Texas and is going to be a backup quarterback for one year is going to make more money this year in, in NILs than Joe Burrow is making in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and once again, because of social media, things are things are strong. In fact, there was a Travis Hunter commercial. I thought I saw a Travis Hunter commercial. I I Travis Hunter commercial on there. Now, it might have been a local, but I think Travis Hunter was there a Travis Hunter commercial. And he's also doing something with Bleacher Report. Like, he's, I mean, they're getting plenty of money. Like the, and, and I also saw they're going to open an NIL online store where the kids can put stuff that they make for yeah. with their names on it up for sale. And that's part of their NIL well, deals. I, I know it's that sweet white hoodie, and I love white hoodies and stuff, but I eat, eat a lot of bad stuff. That, <laughs> but that sweet white hoodie that, that Prime was wearing in that game? Had the short and sleeves, the um, nice little black. I don't know if you saw it, but it was, it was up for sale. I saw it like on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's already, it's already out there to get. The most impressive feat of that entire game was Deion Sanders wearing a hoodie in 120 degree <laughs> Although they weather. said it was only 80-some. No, no, no. They said on that field, it registered oh, field. At, at 120 degrees. Uh, he didn't have a drip of sweat coming down his forehead wearing a hoodie the entire time. The man feels dude, That dude no is made of ice. And you know what? And I, and I will say... He ran out. He did. Yep. And we, we wondered did. with that with that last surgery, which was only, what, five, six weeks ago? He ran out. And I think they only caught him sitting down one time. They showed him on a stool, giving that foot a rest. But good mm. for him, man. Good for him. All right. Hey, hey once uh, with all the flash, all, all, the, all the gusto, all the hype that Dion brings, pretty tough dude. There's a lot of steak with the sizzle. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of, ooh, a lot of steak with the sizzle. line right there. That. Somebody somebody had said that about him in reverse, so it's okay. not mine. I stole it. Somebody had said that he's just oh, a lot of sizzle, you, not a lot of steak, and 
There's there a lot, you go. There's a lot of state that dude is today, right? Yeah, right. All right. Uh, not the only rivalry this weekend going on up in Boulder. We've got one right here in Denver, too. We'll talk about the Broncos and Raiders next on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Yeah. Spider-Man and freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Everybody's feeling the prime swag right now. <laughs> Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. It's PhD, Columbus, Hastings, and I am Rob Trujillo sitting in for Josh Dover. And, hey, what do you say we talk a little bit of NFL? <laughs> we, What's that? Yeah, we made it almost into yeah. an, hour, an hour into the show and haven't talked about uh, the Manning cast possibly adding a new host. That, that, that was a great commercial. The commercial the was really good. That, that, <laughs> was, that was very, very well done. Uh, the DJ Khaled part of that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, did did uh, Sean Payton take a little uh, dig at Russell Wilson in that, by the way? Little, little small dig? I, when he said audibles? No, I, we, 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 we want them running the plays that we call. I think it was more the Peyton Manning. I got it. I'm thing, just playing. I'm just playing. But, uh, and then, do you guys even know who Olivia Dunn is? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I saw her on there and I thought to myself, Wackadoo actress? <laughs> no, no. The um, Scott. Livy Dunn, the LSU gymnast. Yes, oh, LSU that gymnast. One. She's the blonde. She's too young, anyways, Scott. <laughs> you're, you're, thi- you're thinking <laughs> well, of Olivia Munn. <laughs> you're thinking of Munn, not oh, Dunn. You're thinking she's former, the wackadoo former, actress. Former yes. Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Olivia yeah. Munn's the wackadoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, great commercial done by them. Uh, but hey, not only is it the kickoff to the NFL week, which, by the way, Travis Halsey. Kelsey with an ex- hyperextended knee likely won't play on Thursday. So that's big news out of Kansas City. Uh, but it's Raider week. And that's what I was expecting to hear. <laughs> it's amazing how this rivalry has just dissipated into absolute nothingness. Well, Listen, when too many young people. You, you, you've when been the, beat six straight, six straight times by him, you know? Listen, when there was a time when Scott Frost was, was coaching his first game at Nebraska, and when CU went up to play Nebraska... <laughs> Are you getting bad to the bone? For all you Raider Hater fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, listen, I know certain people on this show. I wore the, the Raider Hater t-shirts. You remember them, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to wear them. I, first, I wore them just to wear them. And then when I started like playing high school football and being serious about it, I we cut the sleeves off. Dude. and That was like our BA shirt. That Here, here's, here's my goal the rest <laughs> of the week. I think I think – we ought to take a page out of the Deion Sanders book and bring some swag back into Broncos fans. We had the one cat on right from Kansas City. Well, it's not like it's a rivalry with you guys anymore. Right. You, be, you know, and you haven't beat the Raiders forever. I, I, hey, all right, let's go. I was going to ask you. I think I it's mean, time. Let's, I think it's time. Let's talk about if the Raiders are even the main rival of the Broncos anymore. Or And, and I understand rivals. No. Oh, you have to beat the other team. No, 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 no. But Ra- like, Ra- do you Raiders- hate... Do you do you hate the Chiefs more than you hate the Raiders? First off, no. uh, Nathaniel Hackett caught a lot of grief last year when he was asked about the rivalry with the Raiders, and he he was like, oh, I don't oh, know, I don't, uh, there's good idea. people over but, there. But Sean Payton said the exact same thing when when, yeah. when when he was asked about it. Literally the exact same thing. He said, oh, I don't know about rivalries. There's rivalries in college football. Uh, but to answer your question, no, no, no. no. Uh, honestly, stupid answer. I, I I hate the Raiders. I do. Uh, of course, I hate them. I grew up here. But for for that locker room. Forget the Raiders. Make your rivals the Kansas City Chiefs. That 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 make that your rival. I mean, if you're trying to go from worst to first, make it first. If you're trying to go worst to first, 
you hate the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers, and you try to win six games. All of a sudden, you're 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 getting yourself in the driver's seat to get yourself in the postseason. Yeah. Well, that's and, what I was going to say. Is this game is a well, must-win so, so and important no matter what, Scotty? Yeah, because no, you only ma- got it's a massive game. You so, only got six divisional games, and guess what? Two of them are against the Chiefs, so that turns this into almost a must-win in Week One. Here's the deal: it's almost a physical impossibility to make the playoffs unless you sweep at least one team in your division. Uh, ideally, you got to sweep two of them. But if you find a way to sweep at least one team. And split you're, you're with the other two. Ex- definitely have to split with one. Uh, Kansas City, I'm not – look, man, if we beat the Chiefs, awesome. I, I'm not predicting it. If it happens, fantastic. But I'm not banking on it. But if you want to be – have the Chiefs this week than the Raiders If, if you want to be a playoff team, you have to sweep the Las Vegas Raiders. You have to. It's, it's a situation where this game is incredibly important. And yet I still don't feel the the heat from the Bronco fan base about it being Raider week. And well, this it's because the, the, an important game. The Bronco fans lost their swag. And 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 I'm going to repeat myself. Just like Dion brought swag to see you, some people bought in. Some people didn't. Obviously, a whole lot of people didn't. Some people thought it was cute. Even on this show, he said, well, it's getting a little much, isn't it? I mean, is he doing too much swag? Is Is there too much hype? Mm. <laughs> After this weekend, we don't think so. Yeah. So, it, it, listen, the Broncos fans have been beaten down and are hiding under the porch. They're hiding under the porch. Go back. I just watched uh, uh, the new remake of The Magnificent Seven, and, and the seven comes in there, and they clean the town out of all the, the bad fake Marshall dudes. Bah, 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 bah. The sheriff in the town who just put his lot in with the bad guys – he, he goes and gets underneath the, the floorboards of the saloon and hides. They pull him out there. So what are you hiding for? And that's that's Broncos fans. They've been down there hiding. He sent him back, talked to the bad guy. Bad guy still shot him. So, so you know what? How about getting to hide and getting in the fight in the first place? Well, and How I'm, about just getting out and getting in the fight in the first place? Broncos fans have been hiding for, and, and saying, I'm sorry, allowing the AFC West to walk all over them for the last two weeks or two. Or, Five years, and, and and I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm taking a book. I'm taking a page out of Prime's book. I'm bringing swag back. I'm gonna start talking trash when it's an AFC West opponent. The Raiders, my, you know what? Uh, them. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like, no, like, it's like got, the Broncos fan base is missing that. I'm getting heat on the Twitch line for being a Bills fan saying that this rivalry has died. Guess what? I've lived here most of my life. I've probably been to more Bronco Raider games than whoever is saying yeah. that. And I'm telling you, even from an outside perspective, the fans have gotten soft. It's not a rivalry anymore. No, I, like, I, I, the I, hatred I, is not the same as it was when it was 2000 and it was Rich Gannon versus John Elway. But you know what I mean. I, I mean, I want to beat the Montana hell out of him. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I want to beat the hell out of him. But quite frankly, it, to me, it's Kansas City Chiefs. It is. See? It and, is. That's, and that's I, what I, I, I think I, a lot I, of people feel that way. Well, no. because, because I want to set a new standard. I, I don't want to celebrate beating the Raiders. I want that to be a, that, that well, be an and expectation. And Prime, want, Prime want doesn't want to celebrate and settle for just beating TCU. He wants USC's ass when they come in town. Well, darn that, right. That's fine. You, you, may, you may focus on, on Kansas City. That's fine. They, they've been the bell cow for the last five years. I got you. I got you. But guess what? It starts with the Raiders. It starts with the division. You, 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 you get back and you hate them all. And you and you play with the swag and you have an attitude. 
I don't say the Bronco fans have gotten soft. I'm saying the Bronco fans are, are, are beat down. Yeah, that's and what they're, they're, yes. high, they're in locust right now. They yes. are dug themselves in the soil. They've stuck their heads in the sand like an ostrich, and it's time to just wake them up and say, you know, come out. Let's get back to hockey. Let's get back up, up to dominance. And, and if we get stomped, so what? Let's get stomped with our banner raised high instead of instead of. Yeah, you're right, Kansas. But TP, I gotta, I gotta say this to you too. Like, it's the guy who nuked your franchise. Josh McDaniels is the guy on the other sideline. This rivalry should be as hot as ever. I this guy him. came in and nuked your franchise. I hate him. I hate him. But so, like, like, let's go. It's rivalry. Yes, it's rivalry. You don't have to talk me into one beating the brains out of the, out of the Raiders. I'm in. <laughs> I, I, I live there. I live there. I, I'm just telling you, I, I understand what Sean Payton is saying. And, and, and for him, it doesn't mean jack squad. For the players, it doesn't mean jack squad, unfortunately. But winning should mean something. Winning should always yeah, win, mean something, should, and we yes. need to reestablish a culture yes, yes. that we need to just win freaking football And, and, and from games. that, I stand, I stand by Peyton. It, it, that's right. The culture is about finding, finally winning. Um, but he's absolutely wrong, and if he wants to truly get this fan – well, if he wants to get the fan base on the side, win. Yeah. But, but come out right now, and, and like we just talked about with Nebraska CU next weekend up in Boulder, I, I think that's going to be a sea of black and white. Gold, you know, I, I think it's just going to be see you. I don't, I, I don't so. expect to see the red wave that I used to see up there during Nebraska. Week. God, I hope you're right. I, 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 if I, if 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 it's a red wave in CU this this coming weekend, I will be disappointed in Buffs fans maybe the rest of my life. <laughs> to be honest with you. Now I'm I've got really- a good friend who graduated in Nebraska who's a CU fan now because he's lived here for 30 years. Has CU tickets. He goes up and supports them. But the one time Nebraska come in, yeah, you know. So I think there's a lot of because there's some football fans in Nebraska, right? But I, I'm just telling you, man. I I'm I'm done of apologizing. We've sucked. We've sucked the 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 south end of a northbound mule for the last <laughs> eight years, and and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of apologizing for being a Bronco fan. I'm tired of of walking with my head down. I'm gonna, hey, listen, I'm going to put a chip back on my shoulder and walk around, and if it gets knocked off, so what? I'm going to keep my shoulders high. And Broncos fans, we've not gotten soft. We've gotten scared. And I'm tired of living like that. South end of a north moving mule? Northbound mule. Northbound. Isn't it usually a train? Never mind. Yeah, listen, yeah. it was just <laughs> it was eloquent. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was well done. Makes by, you think. By Scott Hastings. Oh, definitely made you think. All right, uh, talking about winning and uh, having a certain standard, I want to talk a little bit about Team USA basketball and what happened to them over the weekend coming up next on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5.